0: Hello, savers. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have a bonus episode for you. We're going raw. We're just recording and posting in real time because something really exciting happened over the weekend. And I didn't want to wait until next week to tell you guys about it because it's, it's, (laughs) it's really fucking amazing. What just happened over the weekend? My clients surpassed the five million dollar in collective savings mark. I'm like, literally moved to tears seeing this number because, because of so many things, and I just I wanted to spend some time talking about it today. This really just caught me off guard. It's funny because I have been telling everyone like, we're gonna hit this by the end of July for months now. I've gotten really, really good at predicting when we're gonna hit these big milestones. And we hit it before the end of July, just like I said. And so it's like, on the one hand, I saw this coming from a mile away. And on the other hand, it is so incredible to actually see the number get hit and get to tell everyone in my community and just celebrate and be so proud of all of the work that everyone has done to achieve this collective result. Um, If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know we started collecting client-submitted results on January 1st, 2021, so two and a half years ago. Now, Six Figure Saver has been around since May, 2020. It's going into its fourth year as a program, but we didn't start collecting actual client savings wins until January 1st, 2021. So that's how far back our data goes. So two and a half years, and we are here. We are officially at $5,021,494.66 of client submitted wins. These are all clients who have submitted their own wins on their own behalf. And, uh, I think it's important to note too, that like, I know for a fact, there are people who have not submitted their wins. (laughs) Like actually we just got one today from a client who submitted $150 and five cents from her savings and she's back submitting it from May. She actually saved it in May, but she forgot to submit it. There's tons of people who never even go back and, and submit their wins that they didn't track. So 5 million is like the bare minimum of what this community has created now. You guys know me i'm all about you know transparency and financial transparency especially as it goes to our results in this program and this five million is not you know thousands of thousands of people 155 people have gone through the six figure saver doors so we have five million in savings for just hundred and fifty five people if i do the average if i divide those the average savings per person is $32,396 and 74 cents. That's insane. That also, by the way, includes the people who join the program. Cause there's some people of that 155 who joined the program and then never really participated. I think that's normal, right? There's, you're always going to have people who join a, a course, join a program, and then they just kind of drop off. So that includes those people the average is still $32,000 per person, including all the people who didn't ever participate in the program, which just blows my mind. I want you to think about what an extra $32,000 could do for your life right now. Maybe it could change your life. Maybe that is life-changing money for you. Maybe it's just one month of expenses. Either way, I want you to think about on average per person. And this is by the way, across income levels. We have people in Six Figure Saver who are side hustlers. We have people who are making 40K a year, and we have seven figure earners as well. We have such a wide range of income levels. And so to see this number, to see that we've collectively saved 5 million in two and a half years, just blows my mind. Um, I've talked about how, how cheesy it is, but how I really feel like this is my life's work. Like helping people with their money is my life's work and thinking about the ripple effects that this has, right? Cause it's not just about the 5 million saved. It's about the financial security that we're creating for people and how that affects their relationships, their families, their kids, how that affects how they show up in their businesses, how it affects how maybe long they stay in business, right? I really believe that every single one of my clients does work that is so important to the world. If you're my client, your work is so needed for your ideal clients. And it is truly the honor of my life that I get to serve all of you and help with your money. It really, really is the honor of my life. So As a celebration, as a reflection, I was thinking about what are some questions that I would ask myself if I wanted to start, you know, making progress in my finances. And I wanted to share that with you today, whether you're a client and you want to come and get coached on these questions, or if you're not a client, but you want to think about these questions anyways, I think that these three questions will be really valuable for you to take some time and ponder. Okay, so here's what I would do if I were trying to save more money or hit any financial goal. The first thing I would ask myself is where am I feeling financial shame? Now, there's lots of places you might feel financial shame. You might feel shame about your debt, about your income, about your MRR, about your expenses, about your savings, about your lack of savings, about your retirement or lack thereof, about any number of things. I want you to think about where are you currently most acutely feeling financial shame? And if you go back a couple episodes ago, we had a whole episode about financial shame and we talked about how the feeling of shame is the f- when you feel distress or humiliation caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. So I want you to take that definition and think about, am I feeling distress or humiliation in any aspect of my money? And can I pinpoint it? And if it's multiple things, that's normal. But which one is like the strongest, which is bubbling to the top? Because that is where we want to work next. Eradicating financial shame is one of the most important things that you can do in order to move forward, in order to hit your goals, whether it's an income goal, a savings goal, an investing goal, a whatever financial goal. Shame is one of the biggest deterrents to hitting your goal because when you're feeling shame, you tend to either avoid or hide. And as you can imagine, avoiding and hiding doesn't help you hit a goal. So that's the question I would ask myself. Where am I feeling financial shame the second question I would ask myself is what is the next financial goal I want to hit and I it doesn't have to be grandiose right like I know my program is called six figure saver and we talk about saving 100k in 12 months if you're not there mentally if you're like that feels so far away it's okay do not try and hit that (laughs) right it's okay to say what is my next best step That's one of my favorite questions, whether it's about money or business or something else. What is my next best step right now? Maybe your next best step is to hit $5,000 in savings or $10,000 in savings. Or maybe your next best step is to have $25 put into savings, right? Whatever is your financial next best step, I want you to write it down. Okay. So for me, actually, what I'm working on, ironically, is I want to get to 100k specifically in my business savings. So I'm at about 40 something 50 something it fluctuates but um, I want to get to 100k. So write down your next best step. Question number three. This is arguably one of the most important questions you should ever be asking yourself. (laughs) This question will make you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Okay. So pay attention. The final question you need to ask yourself is what coaching do I need to ask for to get the next result I want? I think so often the way we behave as a client creates our results. Now there's one of two, not one of two, there's like infinite ways to be a client, but let me just talk to you through two potential clients. One client, is feeling financial shame and they are running around and asking for coaching for a plethora of things. Well, what about my team? Well, what about this? Well, what about the failed payment? And what about, well, my mortgage is due next week? And like they're kind of running around asking for questions in all these ways. And this is, this most likely happens when you're feeling panicked or shame, which is why that was the first question that we started with. Right? So if you're there, you need to focus on getting rid of, not rid of, but you need to focus on processing your shame. Okay. The other, the other client has a very clear goal. I want to hit 10K in savings. And they come to their coach with that goal. And they say, I've I want to hit 10K in savings. I have $7,949 right now. I have these other things going on. How can you help me get there? What should I focus on? What do you think I should do? Is there something that you see that I'm not seeing, right? They ask for coaching on a specific goal. Now here's the thing, right? When you ask for coaching on a specific goal, you might get coaching about something else that is totally fine, but you're coming with a clear objective to your coaches and asking for clear advice. Right? I think that like, I ask for this all the time, like, Today I got coaching around my goal for my next launch. And I said, here's what I've been doing, here's what I've been feeling,, blah, blah. I need to get coached on how to, for me specifically, it was like getting on board with my goal,. Bah, bah, bah. And the coaching I got was not the coaching I necessarily wanted. I w- <laughs> right? Like sometimes the coaching you want is not the coaching you think you're gonna get. But I want you to think about what coaching do I need to ask for to get the next result I want. That question, again, will make you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Not just in income, right? But in results. Whether that's improved relationships. Whether that's losing weight. Whether that's a financial goal. Whether that's improving your relationship with your mother, right? There's so many types of of goals we can hit and results we can create. But those are the three questions that I am reflecting back now that are gonna be the most helpful, not just for me and my results as a client, but for anyone who is working on something, right? Working on the next level of themselves. And when I think about what kind of community do I need to foster in order to help my clients hit 10 million in collective savings, this is where I would have them focus. When I think about what is it gonna to take to get my clients to 10 million or the next 5 million in collective savings, I'm thinking about we need to work on financial shame. We need to have clear next steps and we need to get coached on those next steps. And we need to have every individual in the program know what those are for them because we're all unique, right? Okay, this was my quick little bonus episode. Like I said, I am so proud. And look at that, (laughs) this is so funny. This is every day. If you follow me on Instagram, I have in my bio on Instagram, the 2023 client savings, and I update it every so often. But the running joke I have is that I'm constantly updating that number because my clients are constantly submitting savings wins. I think that this year, We're averaging like $7,600 of savings wins per day as a community. So I'm constantly updating my LinkedIn, uh, my uh, Instagram bio. And I'm just laughing to myself because I know I just told you guys how much our community has saved at the beginning of this episode. And that number has already changed. (laughs) I think I had said that we were at 5,021,000. Since I've been recording this, Now we're at 5,027,552 and six cents. It's non-stop. My clients keep winning. And I gotta shout them out. Okay, now I'm gonna be a little bold. I'm gonna be a little, how do you say it, braggy? My clients keep winning. They keep saving. We make it so simple because money isn't complicated. We just have lots and lots of big feelings about it, which is normal, but when you learn how to process your feelings about your money and you implement a simple damn system, (laughs) it's no surprise to me that this number has changed since I've been in the middle of recording this podcast for the last five minutes. Ugh. Okay, if you're my client, I fucking love you all. You guys are incredible. If If I haven't seen your face for a while, know that I still think about you, right? I know that it's really common for financial programs, like I've had clients tell me, I know I haven't shown up in months and I feel so bad for not having shown up so I don't show up even more, right? It's like this vicious cycle. I just wanna let you know that if you haven't come to a call recently or if you haven't been in the Slack channel or anything, if you have been avoiding me, first of all, I do not take it personally. I know this shit can feel really hard, okay? I know this shit is hard. Second, I have not forgotten about you. I have no ill will against you, and I cannot wait to see you back one day. Whether that's today, tomorrow, or six months from now, you will be welcomed back with open arms, with zero judgment, because like I said, I know this shit is hard. I know this shit is hard, and we're ready to coach you when you're ready to come back. So take the time that you need but don't take any longer than that. (laughs) Okay. All right. I love you all. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Take it easy.